everybody doing out there merry uh what merry christmas eve <laughs> i guess that's what you would say it peasant chat that's right we're still working we're, we're look it doesn't matter what fucking day it is work is work is work and it's not that hard to do an hour and a half show to get your christmas eve started right before you have to go to your parents in-laws house and waste your life away giving a shit and getting socks in return for you getting someone a ps5 okay so on this show what we're going to talk about is one of the worst things that could happen to car manufacturers and potentially tuning is Cummins bending the knee and settling with the EPA for what they were accused of doing with their emissions controls on Cummins diesel trucks. What they were accused of doing is bypassing emissions components. And instead of fighting it, they simply paid the fine. We'll read the article from The Drive and let you know what this does in terms of setting up future cases and it empowers the EPA. And this is one of the worst things that could have happened because now the EPA has been emboldened and not only emboldened, they have been basically funded for like the next 10 years. Imagine winning a $1.6 billion lawsuit that means if your operating budget is a hundred million a year, then you're set up for at least 16 years just based on one person. What a shit show. We'll talk about that. We'll talk about the implications of that. And then we'll talk about whatever else you want to talk about. But this, I think, is going to take up the bulk of the first 20 minutes to talk about, but not before Mr. Bill O'Reilly says hello to the people here. Okay. We'll do it live. Okay. We'll, no. we'll do it live. Fuck it. Do it live! I can, I'll write it and we'll do it live! Right. Fucking thing sucks! <laughs> Good timing, Alex. To Auto Solution, Rami Zaidan. He's building motors. Actually, Zombie. Uh, Zombie. Zombie Raidan. Rami Zaidan is gonna build a, uh, a 5.8 down there. We'll see if he actually can keep the valves from touching the pistons. Race Motive, Race Motive on Instagram. Check them out. They're gonna be setting up some scheduling for racing coming up this year. Next year, sorry. Roll Racing shit. Check it out. Dini High Performance, They pay their bill, bro. They are the most consistent sponsor we have. They will be carried over next year. Everyone else, we reset shit. DNA Hat Performance, Parch Farm, ParchFarm.com, Parch Farm on Instagram, Parch Farm on Facebook, ParchFarm.com. Check them out for everything. Shells, rear ends, wheels, cranking pallets, motors, transmissions, you name it. Conformers, Conformers.com. They're going to get my TVS from the not working GT500. Check it out so we can, uh, you know, port it, fix the bearings, and see if we can make some power with it. Ultimate Head, UltimateHeader.com. PMAS. Nate and PMAS was getting after it with Scott Clark and Eric Brooks over on Facebook. Talking about EO stuff. Good shit. Calmer Transmission. Calmer Transmission.com. Calmer Transmission on Instagram. I might visit him this week if I get some time to, um, you know, get some time to, um, what do you call it? Uh, drive up there or fly. Probably drive. I don't want to fly because the last thing I want to do is be stuck on a plane with a bunch of Venezuelan migrants. 2000 MCR. Ezekiel Palacios and uh, Chris Powell were the first people who said hello. Clean 93 GT. JT. Minibag. Nuxo. Coyote. Kelly. Money 540. Underrated and technical. Josh Roy. 2JZ. Foxbody again. JD Swag. One of the mods. TJ Sikorsky. Dixon. Angel Puerto Rico. B. Levesque. Freedom Rider. Gregory Upvich again. Mac Attack. Harley Tuckwatch Mode. Corey Seward. South Detroit Entertainment. Uh, Robert Kenny, it's just a two valve mini bag. Whipple Cripple 94 GT Verge SK Jeff, the other mod Abdullah Al Abasi, AJ Jared Wells, Alfredo Morales, 
Minibike, Brad Bradley, Bullet Bill, Michael Turner, Ivan D, Justin, no in-laws this year, thank God. Good for you, brother. Back class, Scott N, Ken Phillips, Lex Luthor driving his trucks, EG Performance, Tanda for GT for Josh Thomas, Ashton Boosted79 says, working, working like now, watch later. Don't be a cuck and hit the like button. Absolutely, guys, hit the like button. Matthew Nichols, Matt Class, Bullet Bill again, Blackout KR, LACV2, ATX Cobra, Capcom Racing, Roger Puentes, Tyler Savar Martiner, James NJ, what the hell is that? Double R? Big L, CBR, not Donald Trump, says good morning. Justin says, I hope the EP goes after Airlines, Commercial Marine, and Petrochemical with that money. Leave us peasants alone. Anthony, Angry Saturn, more pews, more boost. Dakota Kid, Roman Tijerina, Robert Das, Leo99GT, and Keith Bush. Thank you guys for saying hello. Let's get right to the article. Let's do some reading. And you're going to see why this is an absolute travesty to allow the EPA to have this much money. And this is from The Drive, December 22 two days ago at 3.05 p.m., published by, uh, I'm sorry, by Mr. James Gilboy. It, the title, Cummins fined $1.67 billion for diesel defeat devices in 630,000 Ram pickups. It's the largest Clean Air Act violation settlement in history. Diesel engine manufacturer Cummins has agreed to settle an accused violation of the Clean Air Act for a record $1.65 billion. The company was accused of installing defeat devices and other undisclosed emissions equipment on almost a million engines used in ramp pickup trucks, allowing the release of thousands of tons of harmful nitric oxides. The settlement announced Friday by the U.S. Department of Justice concerns the emissions equipment in 960,000 diesel engines used on Ram 2500 and 3500 diesel trucks between the years 2013 and 2023. They share a 6.7 liter Cummins ISP Turbo inline 6, 630,000 of which were fitted with defeat devices through 2019. A further 330,000 built from 19 onward were also fitted with undisclosed auxiliary emissions control devices that were also part of the settlement. These emissions equipment setups are allowed the dissemination rather than control rather than a controlled burn of nitric oxides or NOx. These compounds play a role in forming acid rain and smog in the environment and can exacerbate symptoms of asthma. <laughs> if not caused outright or over a long period of time, NOx is also linked to a variety of other potentially fatal uh, health problems. Vulnerable blah 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 blah. Okay, this is the bullshit that the EPA does. They basically say black and brown people and poor people suffer the most from uh, this because they live in areas near highways. That's basically what I read right here. Read between the lines. Vulnerable communities are more likely to reside near highways. Poor people, blacks, Hispanics, you name it, where these harmful emissions are concentrated, making this agreement critical to advancing our environmental justice agenda. That's exactly what it is. It's environmental justice. It's not giving a shit about the earth. You use minorities and poor people as a crutch to find people for what you call a uh, defeat device. So the problem with this is Cummins is also a supplier of Daimler North America and Packer, Pacar, said it has been conducting an internal review of the situation since 2019. It says it has recalled some of the affected trucks of the cost of $58 million and that expects a settlement of the a complete settlement cost to be $2.04 billion in total. Cummins says it has, it has seen no evidence that anyone acted in bad faith and does not admit wrongdoing. And then it says, basically, we'd rather pay the bill than fight it because we can afford it. Now, this is crazy. So, the word precedent is very, very prevalent here. Precedent. No, not Joe Biden. 
precedent, meaning something that has happened in the past and you can use to justify a, a current, let's say, complaint. So v, VW, okay, Volkswagen, they defeated emissions. And this is the difference. They would actually set up a situation where the car, when let's say the steering wheel was pointed straight and the OBD2 port was plugged in, the car would then pass emissions testing. The moment the car saw mile an hour <clears throat> and you can drive it on the street, it ran dirty. They had specific programming in the computer that made the car run dirtier on the road, but when it came time to test, it passed. That and only that is defeating emissions controls. Let's say you're a tuner and you're psycho and you shut off all O2s. Your car will not pass emissions. It will fail because the monitors won't set. That by definition is not defeating emissions. If anything, that is making sure you won't pass because you don't have certain sensors in. That is the difference. Volkswagen on purpose made the testing clean and the car dirty when it wasn't being tested. Now, what are these people being accused of? Cummins. A soot sensor. Basically, a sensor in the, in the diesel particulate filter or in the emissions control, I don't know exactly which one, was very hard to come by during COVID. During COVID, supply chain issues, sensor issues, semi, everything was hard to come across. Remember when Ford trucks were being built and then just laid on a, 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 somewhere in Kentucky, like in some track or on some field until they finished but getting semiconductors and making the ECU computers and all this stuff. They were building the hardware in terms of the truck, but the electronics were not fitted, so they didn't care. They just kept building them and said, once the computers become available or we find a second or third party, we'll go ahead and finish the truck and put it up for sale. Cummins did something different. Cummins said, well, we don't have a sensor to stick in there because it's hard to come by. But what we'll do in the computer is infer what that sensor would normally do. What does that mean? You can infer what something is doing based on other readings. And I'll give you a very good example. Coyotes do not have an engine coolant temp sensor. Coyotes have a cylinder head temp sensor. And they can infer the engine coolant temp based off of the cylinder head temp. You understand coyotes, especially F-150 coyotes, 11 through current, infer the ethanol content in the gas, in, in the gas tank or the fuel based on the inferred octane logic and alcohol percentage by the inferred octane logic from the front widebands. There is no ethanol sensor in F-150s. They infer, basically guesstimate with math, what the ethanol percentage would be if the front O2s with the adaptive octane logic sense an alcohol percentage in that fuel. So Dodge was like, well, we don't have this sensor. We don't have this soot sensor in the bitch because COVID fucked everything up, supply chain. So we'll just make logic in the computer that says... This is the kind of shit that it's putting out. And I'm sure they did internal testing and said, this is actually pretty accurate. 
and they shipped the trucks anyway. That is not, I repeat, not defeating emissions. That is simply getting rid of a physical sensor and letting the computer infer what the soot might have been if that sensor was installed. But Cummins must have said, look, in order for us to fight this, it's probably, they're, they're hitting us with a 1.67, guys, billion. Please understand how much money that is. So Cummins said, well, if we fight this, what are the chances that we suffer even greater, an even greater loss? Because we would have to prove beyond a reasonable doubt, it's not really murder, but we have to prove our case. And guess who's going to win that 100% of the time? The EPA. You are under the EPA's thumb if you're a car manufacturer. So understand that you're not winning that. People probably said, especially when it comes to lawyers, Congress people, senators, because they were fighting this for a while. Hey, you better fucking just pay them. So this is mob mentality. This is a mob. The EPA is the mob. Remember, somewhere in Boston, if you had a bakery and some guy comes by and goes, hey, yo, you want to do business here? You really don't want no trouble. Say the last thing we would want for you to have some broken windows, right? And you're like, what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah, you're paying rent. <coughs> Excuse me? I already pay rent to the owner of the building. No, no. That's for the that's for the space. This is for the right to stay here. That's what the EPA is doing. The EPA has been weaponized. And in any case that they deem you affected anything when it comes to emissions that they don't like, they fuck you up. Wait until the Mustang gets a gasoline particulate filter. You know what's going to happen when the Mustang gets a gasoline particulate filter? It's over, Johnny. It's over. It's over. It's over. Nothing is over! Nothing! You just don't turn it off! And even if you infer and you have logic that is sound and good and proven and tested, it does not matter to the EPA if you don't play by their rules and have a sensor that sniffs shit, even though if it's inefficient, even though if it can get clogged, even though that can actually be tampered with, they don't care. $1.67 billion. Now, anybody in the future that decides to make anything, header manufacturers, listen up, header manufacturers. The moment gasoline particulate filters come up, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? Because the moment you install, the moment you remove, actually, the crazy thing is, right, people are out there, companies, showing you that they removed emissions components. But the difference is they're not the manufacturer. So they're not going to be hit up as much because the EPA is going to go, who am I going to find? Joe Schmo's garage for $100,000 and look like a clown? Or do we hit up Cummins Diesel? Because diesel equals black smoke. Every single time you hear diesel equals black smoke. So they're an easy target. Eventually, gasoline will be a target. You see it now. You want to see a stupid post? Go on my Twitter. And there is a guy who owns a Tesla full of soy, probably has no dick. And he goes, 
Ah, I love my Tesla. I can just get in it, condition the battery before I even get in it, and it's warm in the winter. While the neighbor is turning on his car and he is emitting a bunch of chemicals in the air and damaging the ozone. And I said, oh my God, the soy on this post just gives me the chills. But understand this, guys, that's that's what is going to happen. At the end of the day, this is what's going to happen. And this is it right here. I'll show you the post I'm talking about. It is so freaking retarded. Ryan Scanlon says, Morning all. Reason 42,069. I love Tesla vehicles. With a few kilowatt hours, they warm up without poisoning my neighbor's air. Had extreme displeasure of smelling this 20th century vehicle vomiting carbon monoxide and other harmful contaminants in my face this morning. And he... He, he circles the vapor or whatever the emissions from this looks to be, uh, I don't know, I don't know, like a Mitsubishi or something. And I said, the soy on this post is high because this guy doesn't understand that his lithium batteries that some, some African kid was mining with his fingernails is actually, when it comes down to it, a little more uh, harmful in terms of the grand scheme of things. What it took to get that battery mined, shipped, car built was a lot more harmful to the environment than a fucking gas car with gasoline and petroleum that naturally emanates from the earth, dickhead. Oh, by the way, didn't a volcano erupt the other day just kind of messing everything up? Like, who gives a f- Why doesn't the EPA go over there and tell the volcano, hey, motherfuckers, stop this. You're poisoning the planet. So we'll talk about it. We ended up um, seeing Corey Willis was on Facebook, and he talked about it really quick. Um, Corey Willis, uh, PPEI. He ended up talking about, the, you know, because he got tagged on it nonstop. So he was just like, okay, I guess I got to talk about this because I've been tagged on it nonstop. I'll show you that. And then we'll talk about what you think the whole um, thing is about. To me, it's 100% mob, mob, mob mentality. It is unreal in my opinion. So let me uh, get Mr. Corey Willis's uh, input here and we'll go from there. Oh, where's the where's the sound? Ag more times than I can count in the whole Cummins EPA thing. Here's my quick Saturday morning morning opinion. I don't know what it was really over, but I think it's over the particulate matter sensor thing, which Cummins, due to back orders um, and, and lack of inventory, just thanks to COVID and everything else, they couldn't get the sensors in. So they had to basically build a model in the ECU of what that sensor did. I think the EPA is basically calling the lack of sensor there a defeat device. I could be wrong because it's hard to find the details on it, but at the end of the day, that's not a defeat device. Um, I mean, GM doesn't run a, a PM sensor. They use a, a model, and it works perfectly fine. So the EPA's claim that it had more knocks and everything else, I think they're lying, and I think Cummins knows that they're lying as well. So this will be interesting. Well, if, if Cummins knows that they're lying, why did they bend the knee? And that's my issue. So the precedent has been set. The EPA now is funded for another, I don't know, bazillion years. And if Chevy has a inferred soot sensor model, why aren't they fined? I'm blown away by this fucking shit, bro. I'm blown away. And it doesn't matter. You know, I've come to the realization that nothing I say matters. Nothing anybody says matters. We need someone to go in there, a precedent, to set the precedent of getting rid of an organization that nobody voted for. 
Who the fuck votes in these dumb motherfuckers? They're appointed. So, if you're a fucking lefty loon, first of all, fuck out of here. Second of all, switch up or justify what the fuck is happening and you have to vote Poppy Trump or and if Poppy Trump doesn't get allowed to go in, get the vacant there. He at least is looking to get rid of the FBI and a whole bunch of bullshit organizations. It is the end times if motherfucking Democrats get in again. Unreal shit. EPMLAPELA says more pubes, more boost. <clears throat> Can always get particulate deleter. Of course they go for the big fish. Make soot great again. Merry Christmas, Alex, and everyone in the chat. <laughs> Matt Gates says, our only hope to push back on all the EPA and the bureaucracy. So if all major companies said fuck the EPA and stop selling vehicles in the U.S., how long do you think it would take for them to fold? That's never going to happen, dude. Come on, man. Come on, man. No one's, no one's got the fucking nuts. No one's got the balls. And this is why. The guy that does grow a dick goes to jail. And then he's forgotten about. And no one remembers why he even did anything. Someone legit has to, like, you know, be a martyr. And they have to be willing to give up everything they've worked for, all their riches, everything, to stand up for something that they deem is a worthy cause. Nobody's willing to do it. I'm talking about big fish. I'm talking about Ford. Ford has paid EPA fines. Ford has paid more EPA fines than Tesla. Imagine that. By the way, did you see Camissa's takedown of your boy, Matt Farah? Oh my God, you want to see two and a half hours of Matt Farah getting his dick stomped in by his boy, Camissa, because Matt Farah accused uh, Haggerty of sucking Tesla's dick on the Cybertruck. And Camissa went on his fucking podcast for two and a half hours with a 23 or 4 page PDF document as to basically why Matt Farah is wrong basically on everything. Like everything, everything Farah says about Tesla is 100% wrong and provable by the guy who does the Haggerty, uh, who hosts the Haggerty videos. That was amazing. Glad you mentioned the volcanoes. No one ever talks about that. Those are for people that call virtue signal ass hats. Love the volcano comment. It's true. Look, volcano. Just type in volcano. Volcano. I think it's Iceland right now. <clears throat> Iceland volcano. Here's everything you need to know about the eruption. Nothing we do as humans, as tiny as we are, and we, we affect fuck all. The, 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 the amount of carbon dioxide in the atmosphere is 0.004 or 0.04. And they say that at 0.03, plants die. And I'm blown away when people say greenhouse gases. And I'm one of these logical motherfuckers that go, wait a minute. Isn't a greenhouse lush and full of green plant life, asshole? And they go, yeah. So why are they bad? Black people and Hispanics on I-95 are dying because of diesel. Shut up, virtue signaling ass motherfucker. I live near I-95. I don't give a fuck. And I'm Hispanic. My company actually conducted a test on the model year 16 to 19 Rams. They use computer timer-based soot regen sequence versus actual sensor-based. Yeah, exactly. That's what they're, and that's what they call an emissions defeat device. We're all peasants to the almighty government. Bobby Trump, exactly. The joke's really on the consumer. They don't pass emissions from the factory. <laughs> you know, that is funny. If you buy a Dodge... It's already deleted. So, <laughs> fuck it. <laughs> yeah, bro. I, I got zip ties holding my fuel lines in. 
The whole Colorado removing Trump off the ballot is the damn centerpiece of libtard talk right now. Who the hell is Matt Farah? A, okay, Matt Farah hates Elon Musk so much, he has Musk derangement syndrome, MDS. Nothing Elon Musk does is right. Elon Musk is responsible for SpaceX, rockets that now have Starlink and cargo and cheap reusable landable uh, first stages, and they're going to work on the, the super heavy doing the same thing. Oh, yeah, but, but, but he, but he, he doesn't hire, he doesn't hire non-citizens, so fuck him. That's how Matt Farah talks. Like, no matter what Elon does, it's bad. And Camissa, or I think that's his name, from Haggerty went on and dude, he, he made him look so, I quit. I quit. If I was Matt Farah, that podcast shut everything down that you're saying about cars forever how forever there is nothing you can say ever again and, and, and there's nothing you can say ever again that it is cre- that is credible based on the takedown that Camissa went in on him when it comes to tesla how they operate even though as a journalist the haggerty guy said hey i'm a journalist my job is to report the facts my personal feelings are not relevant here whereas Farah is all personal and i think it all stems from this when elon musk bought twitter he fired Farah's wife i think that's what it stems from and he's been on a tirade about elon 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 x used to be cool x used to be cool now it sucks no now it's cool it used to suck no one gave a fuck about twitter now people actually give a fuck Haggerty Dark Horse versus M3 video was great. And he mentioned that. And he said, I personally don't like the Dark Horse in that podcast. Said Camissa, the Haggerty guy. He's like, I had to wash the, the I had to wash the Dark Horse's nuts. When in actuality, I think the car is meh. But as a journalist, he did the car. It's due diligence and he did it right. He basically was told, give us a comparative um you know a comparative video of what the car is up against without any bias and it's up against the m4 and he said straight line m4 fucks it up but the in the turns that's where the dark horse you know brings brings back some of the uh some of the times it actually makes it on the level side but he said on a personal level things i'm not a fan but i'm not as a journalist going to sacrifice my journalistic integrity and inject my personal opinion on a channel that pays me for my journalistic talents. Coming in late, dropping a like. We need our Javier Millet dude is turning Argentina on his head. What's a trust fund kitty? Matt's a trust fund kitty. Yes, exactly. I don't see how anyone can hate Elon. Um, if Okay. To be honest, I think a lot of the Luns disliked Elon because they didn't see the angle he was trying to take but now that he's become like pretty much pretty much a constitutional absolutist that i think now the lunge are like oh okay we like him 
<laughs> because they didn't know. I look. I I I I'm a I'm a fan of Elon. So I, I've known. I've, I've listened to almost every single interview he's done just to gain some knowledge of what what his mind's working. And I think the Luns were like, ah, eh, he's kind of a troll. Blah 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 blah. And then he started talking all that shit. Bought Twitter. Made it. Brought Alex Jones back. Brought a bunch of brought Poppy Trump back. And they're like, oh okay, maybe he's he's cool. So I, I appreciate that they came around on that. Matt Fair doesn't fit the cars. He t reviews. Did you hear Matt Fair? Oh god, god you guys got to see that. Even though I dislike Matt Fair very much because he's a blowhard and doesn't know shit about what he's talking about. He he said the cyber chuck looks dangerous because it's so sharp. And Camissa goes, so's the Hummer and the Lightning. The Hummer and Lightning are actually more dangerous to pedestrians than the Cybertruck is. And he proved it in a document. And Farrah was just there going, yeah, but, but, you know, Elon opens his fucking mouth and makes everything look bad. And then he talks about, well, Tesla got hit with EPA and then Camisa, bam, boom. Ford has paid way more to the EPA than Tesla has ever. And he was just quiet. So Pharaoh goes, I, I ride a scooter to work every day, his podcast, and I'm afraid to get hit by a cyber truck. Bro, the disingenuous nature of the people in the car space is revolting. Revolting. The people that are so-called experts, I'm, no, I'm a dumb motherfucking bald Puerto Rican. But imagine... That I, out of a shitty-ass apartment on West Palm Beach, have more credibility than a guy that's deemed to be a journalist in this space. It is absolute shit. And if you're a car guy with half a brain, this market is for the taking. Look at what your competition is. If you have half a fucking brain, and you can speak well, and you can, and you have a, let's just say, entertaining way of communicating with the public without boring them, you can take a big chunk of this car space. Huge! But people are fucking stupid. Mexicans are making podcasts somewhere saying Maptoon. And I'm like, oh my God, this is too fucking easy. I don't hire non-citizens either. (laughs) Regarding Cummins, a simple look at their leadership board of directors shows this is coordinated. Looks like Jason said that on uh, on Matt's podcast, getting owned on your own platform is another kind of sting. Garage Bill Coyote, it is worth the two and a half our takedown Matt I'm sorry Camissa Jason I think Jason literally tackles and chops Matt Farah's head off for two and a half hours in the nicest way possible because he's a likable guy Jason I like him I like him a lot even though me and him don't share similar opinions in terms of politics I like his journalistic integrity comes before his personal feelings, good on you. Um, damn, I need to watch that. It, it, guys, it is wonderful. See the video of Whipple on a dark horse? Dude is like, they told me not to go what? Dude is like, no, I don't know what you're talking about. Mayfair used to have credibility as an actual journalist about 10 years ago, but he slowly became biased liberal, which is why I stopped listening to him for years. Matt Farrell sounds like a liberal. Did the volcano have to pay carbon credits to the EPA? He should. It should. It's spewing stuff to the atmosphere. Honesty, honestly, you're the only social media person I trust to relate to. Most are idiots who can't watch, rent, or drive properly. So the car space is interesting. Everyone wants to be a uh, voice of reason in the car. I'm sorry. No, 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 no. That's different. Everyone wants to be popular. 
I don't want to be popular. I want to make money. I want to make money. If I can make money in this car space without ever going live or showing my face, I, that would be so ideal. But let's be honest. You have to hold some people to the fire. And the thing is, right, and it matters. It matters what you look like. If I was a fat walking potato, no one would really take what I said seriously. Matt Farah looks like shit. Literally looks disheveled and like shit. So they go, ah, you're just a fat fucking stupid pe I'm I'm a in shape, bald guy that might kick your ass if you talk some shit back. So a lot of people tend to maybe not refute what I say too hardcore because I might show up at their fucking door and talk some shit. So because I have this, let's say, the way I look and the way I talk and and the credibility behind what I say, I have the chops. Maybe people take what I say a little more seriously. But when you see someone that just is is visually awful and disgusting looking, it tells me a lot about what your personality is like. If you look like shit and you look like you have fucking yellow in your teeth showing. Like I want to take a scraper and scrape some of that fucking shit off your teeth. Like bro, your, your job, if you're on camera, your job is to look decent. And if you can't do the simplest thing like floss between... <laughs> God, like I am blown away at some of these car YouTubers. I'm like, please, please, please go to the dentist, take care of those teeth, and and lose a bunch of weight, and you know, look, look well kept because your job is visual. But I think because the car space lacks so lacks credibility, and people that seem to be able to take care of themselves, and you can look at them and go, hey, that guy's dedicated he seems to go to the gym he's 45 years old he he gets shit done and he has he can drive he can tune da, 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 da. so i think it's easy to take a big chunk of this car game just just by being me but i'd rather not be on camera i hate people i hate talking to people i'd rather just be home making fucking money being left the fuck alone but this is how i gotta make the money because i'm actually you know halfway good looking <laughs> heavy duty since i just buy his black uh, Farah and Mustang Lifestyle sound like they are related. Must watch now. But we love your face, Alex. Matt Farah is a spoiled rich daddy's boy. What? You don't like talking to us live? I love talking to you guys live. But in person? Fuck all that. Alex, you see the guy in Minnesota that turned his S550 and all two all-wheel drive and the damn thing drove up an icy hill? I did. But this is what I don't want to... I want to I wanna wait. I've seen people do cool things. And I think an all-wheel drive S550 Mustang is extremely cool. I want to see if there's a performance gain with that. It's one thing to go up an icy hill. I don't think that's attractive to me because a lot of Mustang guys won't go up an icy hill. They're just staying home. So, this gentleman, congratulations. I mean, an engineering feat in itself. I need to see that car with an ESS kit or a Whipple thousand cc injectors 800 horse all-wheel drive launch on the street then then i'll say badass shit look at this guy because the axles have to last the differentials have to last it has to be something that is useful and in a mustang it's not enough to be all-wheel drive if it launches like a motherfucker then, then I'll go, that's a badass motherfucker. Um, Minibike Fair doesn't have calves like Alex. Nobody does, really. Plus, Alex was a like. <laughs> 
calves. Farah has a sweet set of cankles, bro. Prime example, Alex Jones, nut job, but he's right about a few things. <clears throat> Farah is the three valve of journalism. Tries to look the part, but sloppy at closer look. The hater, Mr. Potato, referred to when he went on that rant about you was me, ha was me had to call him out. The hater, Mr. Potato, referred to when he went on that rant about you was me had to call him out. Oh, uh, uh, what do you mean, Coyote Kelly? Did, did you post something? That was Alex's brother. Alex shined the bowling ball this morning. You have to. Look, how would... Okay. How would you guys... The, okay, the information is one thing. Let's say the person giving you the information is a, 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 a slug sloth of a man. I'm... Let's say I'm fucking fat. I have a big neck beard. And I'm just a fucking mess. But I have a lot of knowledge when it comes to car stuff. You're going to go... I just don't like looking at him. He looks like shit. He makes me look... He, I am looking at an ugly person all day. If your job is to be seen and you are ugly and you know you're ugly and you're not doing anything about it, no wonder you're not successful. You have to be somewhat attractive to look at in order for people to even listen to the shit you're saying because if you're saying really credible, awesome shit, but you look like fucking Jabba the Hutt, no one gives a fuck what you got to say. Icy Hills and Palm Beach. Not many Icy Hills in Florida. Exactly. All-wheel drive says he wants to boost it. Alex, well, good. Um, if the all-wheel drive guy boosts it, again, tuning's no big deal. ESS or a Whipple, big converter, if it's, a, if it's auto. And launch it with badass G-Force axles, um, drive shaft. Get on the street and cut a 1.6. Cut a 1.5. If you cut a 1.5 or a 1.6 on the street boosted with that S550, sir, you got something. Your preference for a fun, comfortable 700-750 horsepower max manual roll street car Roush Gen 2 S550 or ESS Gen 3 S550. I'm torn between the closer ratios of the 15-17 MTD2 versus having to auto rev match. The Gen 3 S550 19 and up was way more fun to drive with an ESS than a Gen 2 S550 Roush 700 horsepower. The, the downshift rev matching is that good. And it is fun at 700, 750 horse. Anything above that, it's not that fun. But the, the thing is, my old white car, <clears throat> the 19 GT, had 20s in the back, 19s in the front, GT500 wheels. Nitto drag radials. It had a stock drive shaft, stock axles, and it had end links and a lowering kit and a headers and, and, and a blower. And I'm telling you, it drove pretty fucking stock. But it handled good because it was lower, had a couple of small suspension tweaks, great wheels and tires, and good power. And when you would be coming off down an off-ramp, and the light was green, and you're hitting that off-ramp at 80, 80 miles an hour. And then you go, watcha, 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 wah! Then you go on the underpass, yeah! The underpass, make that light, you're like, fuck, that was so cool. I missed that. But now I have it in the Corvette. Corvette does it even worse. Made for TV, not for radio. Right, a face for radio is what Matt Farah has. Um, EPA is the Israel of the car industry. I don't know what that means. <laughs> I don't know what that means. Uh, Israel's just defending themselves. Uh, that's a shitty comment. No one wants advice from Jabba the Hutt. Alex, what's up with the X-Max? I, dude, I, 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 I use it once or twice a week. I have fun. I just don't have a lot of uh, content. I think I feel weird filming and i can't really film or video the x max while i'm using it because i'm controlling it 
Um, yeah, bad look. Uh, Job of the Hut. Uh, I have a friend, that older ex-military guy, that literally won't watch Farrah's reviews because that dude's fat and he can't drive. You're spot on for sure with the perception of being important. Do you think NASCAR drivers... Sorry. Formula One drivers. Why do women watch Formula One? Do you think it's because of the arrow? Do you think it's because of the Kurs system? Do you think it's because of the um, the skill it takes? Do you think it's because of the V10, the six-cylinder, the twin-turbo, the 12? Do you think they know the history? No! They're great-looking fucking guys! They're very good-looking guys! Okay? And you don't think people like Renault, Red Bull, Mercedes, all these people look at Ferrari when they pick a driver... He's got, let's say there's two equally gifted drivers. The better looking one is going to win and get the job. That's just how it is. You're wrong. He's a genius. Looks like Shrek and talks about cars. When Alex is going to have a meet and greet to take pictures and answer questions about porting and injectors in real life? Hopefully never. Or if you had a lisp and sounded like thang mode, I kind of have a lisp now. And you'll find out, I think January 5th, I have an appointment. Uh... It, it, it's it's a long thing, but you'll find out why I have I've had this lispy kind of like weird thing for a little while. Got to be sharp as attack, enthusiastic as hell, and an expert in your craft, Jordan Belford. Hola, tío, says Giovanni Sanchez. Did you pull the heads off the five hundred? No, Jake is gonna help me with it because the cams, the cam. I don't even know if they're timed properly at this point. So Jake wants to make sure that the cams stay in their current spot. So he's like, I can help you like Wednesday or something. I said, okay, come on down Wednesday, take the heads off, do video. Jake does not want to be on video, okay? So that's very difficult to film. I basically have to have him do the work and me just video, and I don't want to do that. So I'm going to say, Jake, I need to get paid for this. You understand? I'm going to be out 3000 bucks fixing this dude's fuck up. And I know he's probably going to say, it's not my fuck up. Sorry, the tune didn't bend the valve. So you're going to have to, you're going to, have to like give a little and let me film. And he's... I'm trying to get him uh, around to that. Um, <clears throat> Minnesota guy is an engineer by trade. He said he was going to boost it and take it to the track. It's a stick car. Okay, that's that's a good and bad thing. Cletus is becoming a Ford guy. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Fletcher says, just checking in. Merry Christmas, Alex. Merry Christmas, Fletcher. Alex, you've seen stock 6R80s blow up at 60 wheel range. I get nervous doing 4 or 5 shifts. Stock 6R80s. Yes. Why would you do a 4 or 5 shift? Unless you have 355s in the back. Um... Okay, the forward planetary is the weak link, and I've talked about that so many times. But, at, yeah, and it can go at any time. The forward planetary, some survived 800, some explode stock. So when the forward planetary goes, everything goes, and I have a video showing you what happens when the forward planet explodes. Slap a GoPro on the X-Max getting on for my low C... Once again, sex appeal, Alex, sex appeal. You're the EPA when you just take what you want. Oh, gotcha. Dropping like, dropping a like, brother. Thank you so much. Rodrigo says, I've been watching videos on your old Black Gen 1 and also your Gen 1 manual boosted build series. If you could build the same car today, what would you do differently and want something similar? Okay, if I was to build a black version of black, my, like my black 11 again. Um, so the fuel system on that was hodgepodge. So I'd get a level two for innovations. <laughs> I'd get a VMP Gen 2R again, honestly. Nothing against Whipple. The Gen 2R just slaps, bro. 
I would get a Gen 3 bottom end to not worry about a 72 millimeter pulley. Remember, I went 10-1 at 139 with a 75 millimeter pulley, stock lower. So on a Gen 2R, I was almost knocking on the door to nines, but the rear end exploded. So if I was to build that again, I'd get a fully built rear end. I'm saying everything, swar bar, super reinforced, good adjust. I had AFCOs in the back, so AFCOs in the back, uh, Ford Racing Spring, uh, front stock springs cut because that worked the best in my opinion. And I had the UPR anti-roll bar in there, I had an aluminum drive shaft, I had a T56 Magnum XL, uh, I had a Mantic clutch. I'd probably do, I'd, I'd duplicate everything in the car except Gen 3 bottom end, and a four innovation fuel system and be a nine second homo all over the place. Every go I know watches F1 wants Hamilton. And let's be honest, they're athletes. They are. Those guys are athletes. NASCAR too, but to less than, of an extent. Exactly, Harley Tacuache mode. When people say four or five shift at six or eighty, that's like 160 miles an hour. Um yeah, I almost said NASCAR drivers look good and I caught myself because they're pretty freaking ugly. Just like how Danica Patrick got her job and she blows. Why are you going from four to fifth, says Coyote, says uh, Joe Swiss to Coyote Austin. Um, Turvey's better than Matt Farrow, says TJ Sikorsky. Alex, I have 1,000 CC FICs, injectors on a 2020 GT. I'm thinking about upgrading. Should I go 1300s or 1700s for a built engine later? Depends on your power goals. But if you're going to stay on E85 forever, do ID 1700s for sure. Right, LaSala still has the OG snot rocket. No, he does not. No, he does not. That car was sold to a guy in Orlando that uh, campaigns it. He, Brett's car is uh, Joel Steele's old car. Just green with uh, auto and his turbo stuff in it. Alex, I didn't know you were Panini F1 guys are good looking. They, I'm sorry. I'm not. Look, I am so secure in my manhood that I can look at a guy and go, that's a good looking guy. Why do you fucking homos look at... um? What's his name? Chris Bumstead. Like a lot of you homos look at Chris Bumstead and you go, oh my God, that guy is so athletic. That guy is so jacked. There's other guys equally jacked. But your homo ass is looking at his blue eyes, at his weird mustache. And you're like, oh yeah, I respect him. I'm a fan. No, he is attractive. And you are looking at him because he's attractive. On the stage, there are five equally jacked motherfuckers. But he stands out because he's the best looking out of all of them. Stop it. <clears throat> Dope alike, you Neanderthals. 200 plus watching and 70 likes get with the program, people. If it was the ZR1, it would be so much easier to, because it has only one cam. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, guys. Uh, Tony Spontafino and Johnny Go. Merry Christmas. Uh, Tony Spontafino says, hit the like. Appreciate you guys. If you ever check the piston and valve clearance, uh, that's crazy. Look, I already ordered the head gaskets. I already ordered the, the valves. This thing is getting a fresh valve job like it should have gotten for $10,000. But whatever. What the fuck do I know? If it checks out good and you roll it on a table and it's not bent, put it back in, right? Get the fuck out of here. It had a valve train issue. Change it. Do you think the valves were reused? Absolutely. They're all fucking the stock, the same shit. Everything in the valve train is the same except maybe freshened up. What the fuck does that mean? You put it in a tank, dunk them, and throw them back in? Stop it. Stop it. Ladies are watching F1 for the dollars. Drivers look like our drivers look our second place. Good morning, Theo. I got my Lund tune from a Gen 3 10R80 car and ESS. Super excited, says Crassus. Can't believe dude just threw engine together knowing you do YouTube. Maybe he thought it was fine. 
At this point, I don't care. He is not someone I would um, vouch for. Let's just say that. So I'm like, vaya con Dios. Because the, the, the magic words were, I will pay you for whatever you need to fix it. I pay you keep receipts. No. Put a flashlight here. Look there. Look well, Look at what? B- valves are bent. Fuck am I going to look at? I don't need to look at nothing. Valves are bent. What the fuck am I going to look at? Oh, I'm asking you specific questions. And I'm telling you, shit's fucked. So, unless you were offering money, I don't want to hear it. Dirt track drivers are the best looking. Oh, my Lord. Was it the driver's side secondary chain that broke? Yes. The same side that has valve issues is the same side where the, where the chain broke. Gen 2 manual or Boss 302, Boss 302. Boss 302. The Boss 302 has a better motor, has a solid rear axle. You can go quicker in it. It can go low 11s, stock with a sticky tire on the stock tune. Boster 2 is the God Gen 1 car. So the God Gen 1 car will always be looked, put above a regular GT. Oh, G. Ronnie Coleman is better than Seabum. I think that's why we're here because you're attractive. Has to be. You guys look at my calves. You guys comment on my calves all the time. What did Tony get you for Christmas? Nothing, homo. Right, guys, that, Tony's an ingrate. He's got me more shit to pick up. I'm not gonna shout out who the engine builder was, but you guys can do some research. I'm not. I'm, I'm not gonna specifically blast them, but I'm just not. I'm just not gonna recommend. It's all good. What old valves were used? Yep, absolutely. Merry Christmas, says Tyler Will Willoughby. What is your opinion on the safe horsepower capabilities of the 5.2 Voodoo rods? Just grabbed the warrantied long block and planning to put a Boss crank and cams in it for my 13 GT. Considering forged rods, the the rods, the rods are the weak link. So, 850. Looking out of the use, 350 says Smudgy Skills. <clears throat> um, the Gen 1 is more affordable right now, of course. Uh, but I don't want it to blow up, of course. Would you build the motor, swap to Gen 2, or just have fun with it and roll race my homies? If you're, go- if you're going to buy a Gen 1 and build a motor, GT350 we're talking about, 17 through 2018. If you're going to buy a 17, sorry, 16 to 18, 350, and build the motor, just buy a 19 to 20. Alex, I found a company building the 10 already for big power out there. Message Junior about it on IG in the link. First legit place I've seen doing it. Where? Who? Who? Let's see. Sus. Where Where are the heads going? Head games? No, I don't think. You know what, dude? Do they do valve jobs? I think they just do porting, right? I know the guy from head games. Holy shit. You know, I never even thought about that. But the thing is, I don't know. I don't know that he's done Trinity stuff before. But the head games guy, isn't he a porting guy? You know what? Thank you for reminding me about that. I have a contact in the performance end of things. But, but the guy local, Jake trusts with his life. I said, Jake, the guy that you're recommending, do you trust him? He goes, Alex, I built motors in the beginning of my motorsport career. I built Cobra, GT500, two-valve, and three-valve motors. Yes, Alex, I built it all. That's what I did. I built motors. This guy, I never had an issue with. And I'm like, if I hand him these heads, he'll be fine. He goes, Alex, he'll be fine. Okay. So I'm going to trust him. And he's local. I'm baffled how it came in post-Valtrain issue, and that was the focal point of the build, shaking my head. Dude, I was asleep. And just say the engine builder did not check the heads or do a valve job. I don't know that he didn't do a valve job, but the same valves and same springs are in it. Same valves. Same springs. The car had a valve train issue. So what happens? 
if the if the chain broke, you're telling me every single valve on that bank was good, and every spring on that bank was good, and it was reused, and then when I go walk for the first time, it all goes to shit. Come on, Alex, your sponsor is Calvo. That's funny. Now that that's really funny. I wish. I wish I would have thought of that. How did you get it so that your name doesn't show up? Unless you just put a dot in there or something. What separates uh, shops like Midnight and other shops from smaller shops that also use LUN? Not much really, except uh, I think Midnight is willing to try crazy shit to make their builds. Like Midnight probably went through over 10 versions of the 10R80. Before they nailed it, remember, guys, that means take a, take a trans out, do some work, cut the steels, do this thickness stuff, add extra clutches, put it in, try it. That's one. They did that over 10 times to get it right. Who built Senior GT500 motor? LM. LM built Senior's GT500 bottom end, but the, the heads were done elsewhere. My area must have good 93 because I can't tell the difference between E85 and 93. Yes, that happens a lot in the Carolinas. A lot of people go, hey, Alex, my 93 tune is done. I'm like, your 93 tune is seeing. 30 degrees, Rami Zaidan in Puerto Rico. Every single time he sends me a data log of a 93 octane pull, I go, dude, this is seeing 30 degrees. The knock sensors added a bunch of timing. Where the hell did you get this gas from? He goes, the pump. I go, it's the best gasoline I've ever seen. You're not going to see a big difference with the 85 except for a little torque in the middle under the curve. He goes, cool. So it's worth it to him because it drives better on the 85. And he's like, yeah, we're good. So peak for peak. In Puerto Rico, NA, pump gas and E85 are fine. But torque, E85 is up a little bit because we shoved the timing in earlier. What's something I could do myself to strengthen the 6R80? I already uh, threw a Circle D converter in it, or should I just save up for a built PBH? Unless you're willing to take the, tra the, 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 the trans apart, you can do an intermediate shaft and a billet uh, planetary. Intermediate shaft, billet planetary, that bitch is good for eight 900 horse. But you, got, you can do the bushing, you can do the... Um, you could do a lot of things, but honestly, an intermediate shaft and a billet planet is going to take you far, but you have to take the trans apart yourself. David Head Games does valve training. He has his own valve job specs, five angle. You know what? I'm going to hit him up because I, I shook his hand at, at World Cup and he's a fan of the channel. Does anyone have the owner at Head Games' um, information? And I want to talk to him about this situation. I'd wake up angry because of what happened to you. You don't think I wake up angry? You don't think I look at my car and go, what a learning lesson. And, and, and then, and you know, okay. People say, why don't you just send it back? I just don't trust to get it fixed right. If I, if I sent it there first time, paid 10 grand and got it back and it's not functioning like it should, why would I give someone an opportunity to fix it again and now they're not getting paid? So... The way I think is, okay, this is a freebie. I don't think he's going to be as thorough with the freebie as he was the first time. And, and there's a trust issue. And people are going to say, well, what, you recommended him. I'm like, well, hold on. I've tuned GT500T's built engines for before, and they've been fine. They've made good power. But I also know other people that have gotten motors built, and I'll let them tell you their experiences. I'm not here to bury anybody. I'm not here to talk shit on Homeboy. I'm just going to show you what is happening on my build. I'm going to take 
with the lessons I've learned in the past based on not only my experience, but other people's experience with a similar person. And I'm going to go, I'm not going to commit the same mistake. So don't be mad at me if all of a sudden I switch it up because there's things that I know that other people don't mention that makes me go, let's not do the same thing twice. Let's not, let's not commit the same error. Move on from the situation. Vaya con Dios. So when anyone ever asks me my recommendation, you know, you know that my recommendation is more powerful than me shit talking. Sorry about the GT500, and it sucks when the per- when when the trust you have gets stepped on. Builders should communicate with people on what's going to get worked on. Doesn't even have to be said in person. Maybe email. If you would have told me, okay, in an email specifically. I'm going to reuse your springs. I'm going to reuse your valves. I would have said, what's the difference? I'll pay that. (laughs) Like, I'll pay that. No problem. An extra 1500 bucks? Here you go. Also, Merry Christmas, guys. Also, I want to know know the piston and valve clearances. Now I'm curious. Now I'm going to double check everything. See what thickness gasket we use. What should be 40? Why not 56? Why not 50? Why not a little more clearance? Why not the thickest gasket you can get for the application? It doesn't have to be super fucking tight. Whatever. BPS doing some winter work, showing some killer headers late. Dropping a like. I'll catch the replay later. Alex could be driving a Porsche GT3 for the tuition he's paid between all the cars. Oh my God, yes. It's like sending your food back, telling them it tastes like shit. The chef will get you the special sauce. Fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. That's exactly what I think about that. Too bad you didn't know early you could have sent valves for, for Christmas. <laughs> Dang, Alex skipped over my answer about the 10R80 builder. AJ, do you think... Oh, here we go. Instead of, instead of repeating it, you know what? I'm going to teach you a lesson. Instead of repeating it, you complained about it. Now, who's stupid? Who didn't get their answer out there? I'm not going to scroll up. Fuck it. Say it again. Damn, you think if you had a a customer with a platform like yours, you'd be extra careful with stuff and not hack it back together. I don't know that he hacked it back together. I just know that right now it doesn't work. And I got to fix it on my end and I don't trust him to fix it. That's all. That's it. Full stop. Valve issue should not have been an issue to begin with. Brand new part failure. Manufacturing issues is a different story. Builder choosing the... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get with the program. Alex not going to talk shit. Exactly. I'm not going to talk shit about the guy. I'm just not going to use him. That's it. That's it. I'm not going to go out there and talk shit about the guy. Yeah, Head Games says on their sites, Valve Street Specialist, they're out of New Jersey. I know, but I need to know that he's done these heads before. Oh, Valve's a Valve's a Valve. Okay, cool. I'm still going to want to ask if they've done it before. 10 can the wait, and you have to pull it twice. Oh, it'll probably be three times by the time it's all said and done. Where's Midnight located? Build some of these Mustangs. Uh, Houston. Just type in Midnight Performance Houston. Google it. You're good to go. There is no powdered sugar on my friend's toast. A pure drivetrain solution. Never heard of them. But, okay. If you, what makes you say they're better than anyone else? Have they built a 1,200 horsepower 10 R80 car and it hits all the gears all the time? That's the only way I would say, okay, legit. You see, someone made an, oh, yes, Dominic. A man told me a lesson bought is a lesson learned. Exactly. Tell me where... He hurt you. <laughs> good morning, Bobby. Jarred, jar, I think he meant hard. Hard to find good work and competent technicians in the automotive industry. I'm sure you paid for something he needed for outlet at Wonder What gets replaced. Thinner head gasket equals higher compression. Right. Just give me the thicker one because it's already got 12 to 1 pistons. I'm sorry. So it's 11 to 5 to 1 at this point. Who cares? Give me clearance. Unreal. Ignore my comment. 
See? That's how you do it, guys. That guy is legit. Evan Smith, thank you so much for saying, ignore my comment and pay me five bucks. Just coyote swap it. I only protest because I want Lund to set all 10R80. I only protested because I want Lund to set all the 10R80 records. No, I mean, don't we have them all? Like what? Are we going to go after like EcoBoost 10R80 records at this point? We don't care about that. Honestly, we don't care about that. Lund has so much business with the F-150 and the Mustang stuff. Some Explorer stuff. That's cool. The ST stuff. But it's not something that he concentrates on because... You know, you got people like Five Star pushing the envelope and building trucks. I'm like, okay, cool. Like, like the pie's huge. Good for good for them. We we just we just don't care. Now, if for whatever reason there is volume, I'm saying thousands and thousands and thousands of Explore STs getting tuned, and one day we see 80 of them request a tune from us. We'll pay attention to it then, because then there's volume then there's a reason to give a shit. We got two in the shop. Guys, John Lund Sr. has an Explorer ST, and so does Nardi. So if we want to get stupid with it, we can, but there's no real reason to because it's not that high of a volume yet. Look at V6 Mustangs. No one cares. Look at 10R80 EcoBoost Mustangs. Nobody cares. Pretty sure you got some discounts on the build, but crickets on that part. Uh, DRock Fox... I got no discounts. I think okay. Let me let, let me let me use your comment. Okay, let's say I got a thousand dollar discount. Does that make this okay? D Rock Fox, does that make this okay? Does that make this bent valve situation that now I have to remove everything and redo it? Make it okay? So you're saying I should mention that I got a discount. For a motor that doesn't do what I paid to do. You're say, you're, that's what you're saying? Oh, yeah, he gave me a discount. Oh, by the way, motor's fucked up, so I'm not that mad about it. Get the fuck out of here. Get the fuck out of here with that fucking line of, line of thinking. Chevy question, best C67 performance shop in your opinion? No idea. Oh, C67? I'm going to say live model performance. <clears throat> uh, LMP of MD. Uh, Lincoln Navigator 1080 records, <laughs> right? Exactly. Poor Alex, a big inbox of no common sense tune questions and bent valves. Him being the Grinch. <laughs> Weird what it made. Full pulls on the dyno with fresh engine without bogging down. Weird that it made. No, it didn't. Oh my god. Go back and look at the video, and and see the constant misfire I was chasing. Fastest V6 intake E30 tune uh, that salvage only. I don't even pay attention to Mustangs without Coyotes. Discount or no discount doesn't make right. Oh, you don't say nothing about the discount. Uh, okay, let's say he gave me a $3,000 discount. Motor's no good. Then what? <laughs> then what? Let's say I paid $5,000 for this motor and it doesn't work. Does that make it okay? Discount for a motor that doesn't work correctly. Yeah, at least I got the discount. <laughs> oh, shit. Mesa, uh, Mesa balancing in Miami does modular heads, but obviously Jake knows. Jake should know their do good work. Okay, don't need to do the same job at same quality. Uh, what the hell? Same quality? Come on! Don't need to do the same job at the same quality. Come on, Alex. Don't need, I don't know what the fuck you're saying. No one your name is Edgar. You mentioned the rods being weak. Uh, point on the GT350. Replacing them. What else would you do if you wanted the car to live at that 1,000 horsepower mark motor-wise? Dude, it, 
have you bought it yet? No? Buy. Buy a 1920. Oh, D-Rock Fox, no. Answer my question, dickhead. Answer my question, dickhead. If someone gives me a discount for a part and said part does not work, does that make it okay? What the fuck is safe space about this? Please make an argument that makes sense. So please go through it like a man and stop being a fucking bitch just trying to throw zingers out there and say, Alex, you should be okay with a busted motor because you got a $700 to $1,000 discount? Please make it make sense. Like, explain it to me like a child. Stop with the zingers. Be a fucking man about this. Is there any justification for any discount on something that doesn't work? Yes or no? And if the answer is no, no justification, do yourself a favor and fuck off. With your stupid comments. Probably sucking his dick. Yeah, I already talked about the all-wheel drive Mustang. Getting a discount doesn't discount the product wasn't what it would have been. Um, ba 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 ba. All will drive. Yeah, I already saw that. Whenever we get a DNA peasant chat member discount, delayed product or river dance boxes should get a pass. Makes no sense to do business like that. It's crazy to me. Any LRX update? No, guys. Look, LRX is going to be beginning of the year. Stay tuned to Lund Racing on that one. Um, <laughs> D Rock Fox looking to get roasted. No, he, he, he's he's just trying to throw zingers out there, but he knows I'm right. You know I'm right. Regardless of the discount, if it doesn't work, the discount means fuck all. Merry Christmas, says Diego Flores, dropping a like and catching the replay at work later. No days off. I remember when you dyno the car and you said it was misfiring and still misfiring. I hope that is not an engine issue. Discount for what? It's not fucking okay. <laughs> yeah, it was, it, was, it was misfiring, 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 and I'm like, fuck, and it made a thousand once, and I'm like, it's not right. So that's when I took it home. Remember, guys, remember, remember. Don't forget this, guys. It had oil on plug five. Why did I pull plug five and pull the, the cam cover? Because I got old covers that are 16 to 17 years old that were not sealing properly. And I had to buy a gasket kit. I had to RTV the number of all, all of the um, plug sealing holes with new gaskets I bought because number five was leaking oil. So I said, oh, maybe it's just number five plug leaking oil misfiring. And then when I went wad again, it got worse and worse and worse and worse. So I'm like, so it must have already been misfiring, been an issue. When I fixed the plug uh, seal on that cam cover, by the way, that has a broken stud in it, and that's how I received it, uh, I thought that was the issue. I thought I had it licked. No, it ended up being a valve issue. But you got a discount. <laughs> yeah, Maniac valves bent. Yes, uh, it looks like many valves are bent. Screwed you, but gave you a deal. And he added a loop first, I guess. The logic of some people probably has a shitbox fox. He just said he would have paid for your valves and springs and a phone call would have solved it. He just said he would have paid for your valves and springs? No, no communication said that anywhere ever. No communication. And why would I, why would I trust him to do it again? Why would I trust him to do it again? That's crazy talk. I'm done. I'm done trusting people. Look, I've seen too much. Not just with my experience, others. And I go, I'm going to go ahead and fix it on my own. Cardi Kelly says, what I, went, what I meant earlier about ML being fake and he got pissed and made the rant about you because I follow you, my bad deal. Oh, I got you. I didn't understand what you were saying. 
What build option did you choose before it all started? The most expensive one. The most expensive one. I got three. D-Rock Fox. I got three quotes. And I picked the most expensive one. Please, please shut the fuck up. If you don't know the full story. Do me a favor. Make it make sense. If I picked the most expensive build. That was optioned to me. And the motor doesn't work. So, unless you know the full story, shut your whore fucking dickhead mouth. You don't know shit. I love people that think they know the whole story, and I got receipts. I got receipts. And there was three options presented to me. The most expensive option. That's right, because I thought, well, this is going to cover everything, right? I assumed it was going to cover everything. So, maybe that's my fault, that the most expensive option... I thought was going to cover everything. Stupid me. I should have said, wait, wait, wait. Can you give me a third option that's way more money? Because why don't you just give me a new motor at that point? (laughs) Why don't you just give me a brand new motor? You know what? Fuck it. Just give me a billet block. Just do it all. Uh, Oh, 80,000 bucks? Cool. Bro, the guy is obviously trying to be a fucking uh, 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 a surrogate. I'm done communicating with homeboy. I'm good. Yeah, he still didn't answer the question, right? He doesn't answer the question. He just wants to just defend, 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 not knowing the whole story. And I'm like, bro, the whole story is this. I paid for the most expensive option. P- plain and simple. Uh, not trust, but let's just say I have tuned gt 500 with some of his motors before. And I thought, okay, I'll give him a shot. Knowing that other Coyote stuff wasn't exactly up to par. But I said, you know what? It can't be that difficult. He builds these things all the time, Right? Builds these things all the time, so it can't be that difficult. Cool. Hey, give me a quote. Give me three quotes. 7,500, 8,500, or 10,009. Okay, I'll pick the 10,009 because I'll get everything new, right? Knowing what I know now, I should have done the $8,000 option. Um, Monty540 says, new valves don't solve the issue. Why they bent? Right, exactly. And that's that's what I, I need to figure out. Like, was a valve spring weak because it was reused or got weak over time and then... Was a valve spring reused and, and got weak over time. And the first time I went watt, it wasn't happy. And it got hung open while the piston was coming up. But that doesn't explain the intake side. And, and Jake gave me a very good explanation. He goes, the, the, the piston is chasing the intake valve up. So the intake valve should never make P to V. I go, yeah, you're right. And he's like, I don't, I don't understand that one. I said, yeah, me neither. So again, what are you going to do? Um... I didn't kick him from the chat. I didn't kick him from the chat. He could stay here and talk all this shit, but he needs to answer my question because he's out there talking all this shit without knowing the full fucking story. Alex selected option three, the broken motor. I mean, you would have paid for a spring and valves if he called. Absolutely. He would have been like, hey, you know what, man? Let's get another 1500 in there because I don't trust the springs and valves. Okay. That's not a problem. Um, would you send uh, food back to the kitchen? No. I, I would never. S- it's okay. So that's the funny thing. I, I remember being on a date one time. And the girl was like, this isn't right. And she started giving an attitude. And I held her hand and I said, do you want them to spit in your burger? What do you mean? I'm like, you're giving them an attitude. All you have to do is some, say something really nice. Like, excuse me, I'm sorry. Can you, you know, this, this burger doesn't taste all that great. Uh, okay. It's, a little, it's a little raw or whatever. Can you give me another one cooked or whatever? Can you, you know, make it or put it in the thing longer? Something, something. You know, in a nice way. But if you go and go, if you go and say, um, whatchamacallit, 
This burger's fucked up. I don't like it. Send it back. I don't trust that they're not going to spit on it. And Justin, you're psycho. I don't... The trust is gone. Why would you do that if the trust is gone? Why would you... And I'm not putting him on blast. I'm simply not going to use him. Have I even mentioned the guy's name? Have I even mentioned? Yeah, you can figure it out if you go back in time. But I'm not here to blast anybody. I'm just going to not recommend. That's all. That's all. And I'm not going to deal with it. That's it. Unless you, <clears throat> unless you take away from your ordeal when it's your money, you spec the details. Yeah, like I know like I know what was wrong with the car in the first place. Remember, I didn't know what was wrong. The chain broke, right? I took the motor out. I sent it to an expert. The expert goes through the car, goes through the motor, and says, okay, this is, what I, this is what you should do. We can do this, we can do this, or we can do this, the most expensive option. Okay, the most expensive option, should I have said, give me a line item of everything that's going to be done? Okay, I mean, maybe, maybe uh, but again, lesson learned. Now I know to ask every single thing that's going to happen with that situation going forward never soon never send food back go hungry exactly bought the most expensive built motor to do things uh since you didn't specify you wanted all internals being working condition it's your fault exactly never send food back don't fuck with the people who cook your food um uh kind of made no sense contract himself uh pri the iron coyote kind of yeah yeah I, i guess i don't know such you're going through that, says Danny Bill. We're on the same boat with my car. I don't care how much you help me out with on price if the motor only lasts two passes. Right. And I know who built your motor, Danny Bill. Right. So Danny Bill, I know who built your motor. So I look at that and I go, okay, well, I'm not going to recommend that builder because on the, on, on, on the uh, tuning end of things, you know, the tune is, the tune can't make the valves kiss. <laughs> Especially on a on a GT500, the cams are locked. I have no control of the mechanical items. I control the math sensor data and the injector data, which were the same for four years when this car ran. So I'm like, okay, here you go. Oh, you know, it's no good. So now what do I do? I go, okay, you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna go ahead and um, not recommend that. So when a customer asks me, like Danny built situation, I go, well. I'm going to go ahead and then just um, not recommend. I'm not going to go out of my way to say, no, fuck them. They suck. This happened with Danny. I'm going to say, ah, I would I would look at other options. So, Nightmare. Alex educating us on not only engines, but life. Charging it to the game is rough on a nasty GT500 Shelby motor. Feel for you on that one. It, it, look, it sucks, but I, I got to pay. I got to pay and get it done. Is the 500 engine considered interference timing engine? I believe so. <laughs> well, this one is. <laughs> <laughs> this one is this one for sure is downhill daddy yes a coyote is an interference engine what happened to the measure twice cut once merry christmas roman tijerina sucks i know but with the people in your corner it's going to be a bad car for sure just sucks you're having to deal with this after the money spent so okay certain people i know had to become engine builders listen to these words that are coming out of my mouth and i'm sure you can put two and two together People that I know were going through so much motor trouble that they had to become engine builders, meaning they had to go research, look at everything that was put in and how it was put in, why this motor is different than that one, why this sleeve is there, why this sleeve wouldn't work on that block, why you got to sleeve this block differently, why this block works. They had to go through a whole bunch of 
manuals and engine building. And then when they chose an engine builder, they said, we want input on the situation and have not had issues. What do you get? I mean, what do you say to that? Like when, when somebody has issue after issue after issue and they stop dealing with that person and then they do a lot of research, meaning they pay tuition and then they go elsewhere. They have input on that engine build and then everything's good after that. That tells you a lot about what you need to know that once you get the knowledge, you're not then going to go and just leave it up to anyone else to build it. You're going to want input. And that's what they did. They, they had input on the builds. And I'm not going to mention who they are because it, that's their tour. It, it doesn't matter in this situation, but it, I saw that from afar and I went, yeah, I'm, I'm not going to commit the same mistake they, they, they did. And they agreed. Uh, Link checking in. In my opinion, there shouldn't even been three levels of the build. One option, correct every questionable area of the engine going back together. Yeah, hindsight's twenty twenty. You know, what are you going to do? Um, <laughs> El Cheapo engine works in Hialeah. No. <laughs> I was just about to say this is going to make you figure it out yourself. Exactly. Alex, uh, I get what you're saying. That's why they... <laughs> Stop it, JD. How far behind are those springs? Did the springs compress too far and not return to their spec specified height? That's something I can't check. That's something that the... Uh, cylinder head person is going to have to check. I don't know that. I don't know exactly what specs they are. That's something you're going to have to have someone else check out. Merry Christmas, Danny Bell. Thank you very much. Um, Danny Bell says, thankfully, Joe at FFRE is taking care of it for me. Um, now, I should have listened to Junior when he told me to go to Joe from the beginning. FFRE doesn't fuck with 5458. If FFRE fucked with 5458, Joe... Are you listening, Joe? Maybe you don't care. Maybe you don't give a shit. Maybe you don't want the drama. And I understand that. And I would respect you for that. If you fucked with 5458 stuff, I would send this whole motor to you to go through the whole motherfucker. And I'm willing to pay for it to be right. But I don't think he fucks with it. Does this mean my person... Does this mean mystery person in Houston? Because it sounds like someone I know here. No, no, no. El Chipo off of 195 will hook you up. Uh, is the goal to get a fixed run number and sell? Or would you keep it and enjoy it? Honestly, at this point, guys, I might just keep it. This is why. If it's in the vows marginally, they can actually kiss. Right. This is why I would probably keep the car at this point. Um, the home stuff went by the wayside once interest rates and insurance went through the roof here. So I said, what? Well, it doesn't make sense anymore. It doesn't make sense anymore because I'm just one guy with a dog and I have a two, two and one of the twos is this office. It makes no sense. So I have two bays. I can afford it comfortably and easily a house. Once you buy a house and insure it, now you have to take care of the house. And I really don't need that on my plate right now. Um, and the prices aren't great. So I said, fuck it. Now, if I was to build it, go out there and it runs a number I'd offer for sale. But I wouldn't push to sell it. I'd probably keep it for a long time. And because it's a Shelby GT500, even though it's raced out, one day it might, look, Vipers all of a sudden up, went up in value, even though a hacked up Viper probably doesn't go up in value. But let's say for some reason, Carol Shelby comes back from the dead or something. And, uh, you know, I, I came here to chew gum and chew gum and I'm all out of gum. And you're like, oh, shit. Okay. And, you know. He put some juju on the Shelby name again, and the car goes up in value in three, four, five years. Well, I could have sold it for 60000 bucks, 
or kept it for three to five years and hopefully, maybe, it will be worth another 15 to 20. Who knows? I don't think so, but you know, you never know. Modular Motorsports Racing does mod motors MMR. <laughs> GTR guys pay tuition big time. Guys were sending motors to get built. Old school engine builders were, ho were honing, causing major oil issues. GTR motors are plasma coated. I'm stopping at a fuel station, figured out to drop in and say happy holidays, Tim Klein. And everyone, make sure I give a like. Thank you so much. That's for Alex. Would you shout out local head guys for us local guys? Does he do LS stuff? I'll, yeah, I'll, 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 I'll let you know what he does. I'm not talking about porting and stuff. This is just... And I don't want to say just a valve job because I don't know what it takes. I know it takes machining equipment. Look, this is what you got to know. If you send your motor to somebody and they don't have the equipment to do the work they said that they were going to do, get your motor out of there and bring it to a place that does. How about that? Some place called Pure Drive Solutions is selling a 1500 horsepower cable with 1080, then you can keep the stock converted. Okay, cool. Uh, channel support. Thank you, RoboStyle. Harley took watching most of his rent-to-shop space. Uh, that's going to be really expensive. A quick look at when interest rates went up. Exactly. Alex, I'm going to get the LRX, but my RTD stock file on my old broken laptop. Can y'all transfer the files easy to the LRX? I believe we can. Alex, almost spent more than 50K on the car fixing it. Keeping it might be an option. Right. I have 100000 to that car right now, totally. So... Why sell it for 60 and, and lose money? Just keep it at this point. Wow, basically valve flow, P to V, hit the broken chain, and the heads weren't checked? I don't know that they weren't. I just know that I currently don't have a working motor. I am not saying they were not checked. I am not saying a valve job wasn't done. I am not saying that the spring rates weren't proper when he checked them. I am not saying the valves weren't straight when he checked them. I don't have a working motor. That's all I know. Once I bought a house, my car builds went to the sidelines. Exactly. That's what I don't want to happen. If I buy a house, now I got to do house shit. I'm going to tell everyone to hit the like button. The best Ford motor builders are Ford. Absolutely. With all due respect, critical thinking here would have a critical check of those systems directly after the chain was affected. When you fix the oil pan gasket on the Fox, please take pics of the crank and rods. Thanks. CMD, according to what I know, if it has four bolt mains and forged rods, it's probably a Ford racing motor. So that's something I'm going to look at. But again, I need the facilities to do that, and I need the space to do that. I got to take the Corvette, send it to Ben, and while the Corvette is at Ben's for a month or two, that time will be when I put the Fox in the garage and tackle at least that leak. When it comes to the anti-roll bar and all that other stuff, I don't have a, a welder, this and that. You know, what are you going to do? Pure driveline is Chris Miller, who's started FTW Fuel. They just bought a converter company as well. Oh, good for you. Honestly, I'm worried about something being wrong in the bottom end now, especially with that noise. There is a bit of a noise. What are you going to do? I feel the house situation. I'm currently a 3-2 and it's a little over 2000 a month after everything. Nowadays, less than a mortgage. I'm not responsible for big money repairs. Exactly. But I, I mean, my rent is over to 2200 with the garages. If it wasn't for the garages, it'd be like 1900 bucks. Not much, but a little help with the build. Sam Ward, you guys have got to pay me for the build. This is what you guys got to do. Like the channel, watch the videos in its entirety, and share them if you can. Things will be great. That's all you know. That's all that matters, really. Would it be an option to invest in PBAs and have access to the shop as you need it, or would that be overstepping? See, the thing is, um, Jake does not even want that option. Jake had four lifts, a dyno, you know, salespeople, swap parts, and he's like, I want out of this game. Sold everything. And after selling everything, that's when he started making big money. 
he made it a manufacturing facility, meaning you now, he, he makes parts. He has many 3D printers he can quickly um, vet. And once the 3D program is perfect, he fits it on the car, on the parts, like a bracket, a simple little bracket with undercuts and chamfers and this and this and that. That's what he does well. And then he can then have that mass manufactured somewhere by giving them that 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 program. So he has done that with um, tensioners. He's done that with uh, water pump brackets. He's done that with uh, uh, power uh, pump lines. I'm sorry, transmission lines. Uh, you name it, Coyote Swap Parts for Gen 1, Gen 2, Gen 3, Roush Blower, Whipple Blower, uh, TVS Blowers. So it's become a manufacturing facility at this point, and that's when he makes big money. If I was to say, hey, let me put in $150,000 and I and I can become like a partner, he's going to go, fuck out of here. I don't need you. And I'm like, you're right. You're right. I'd have to buy like 50% for it to be worth it. The key is to split rent with a friend or your woman. Yeah, I would never split rent with a woman. That is crazy talk. Go to my dating channel. Check out some of those videos. I would never split rent with a woman. Been dealing with my engine builder since May. All I had left was to balance the crank and the machine broke. The, now the builder has a heart attack apparently and it's been a process. Oh no. That's why I built my house out of pocket. Screw mortgage. Time and change issue must have bent the valve or something. I'm sure they were checked and they might have been straight, but something happened. Well, if you're planning on keeping Section 8, might as well get ready for the Illuminator swap. What Illuminator? Dropping my like. Merry Christmas is starting uh Eve, starting from the beginning, thank you so much. JL says, as someone in the service and trade industry, it's up to us, the professionals, to let the customer know what we find out of scope. And he deleted the comment. That's interesting why people do that. But I read it on time. Um, I think so too, but again, not here to bash. I want to fix it. And if FFRE is willing to take it in, <laughs> boy, that's going to be like a $5,000 bill or more. God damn it. Just tuning in, can you start over? Um, and Mr. King says, I've been around the diesel engine and frames. When they do them, all the springs are replaced and valves are checked and cleaned and replaced as needed. Not sure why they wouldn't do that there. Maybe they all checked out. Again, I'm not giving them the benefit of the doubt. I am saying this is a scenario that could have happened. All valves look straight. All springs look good. Refresh the heads. What does that mean? New valve seats? Like the stems, all that stuff. Then you have to individually install the springs with the right height based on the seat. And you got to do all that to 32 times. Is that a valve job? Or why not say valve job, new valves, new, 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 new uh, springs, just in case. Springs are like 400 bucks. Well, here you go. Pack springs. Here you go. 400 bucks. How much are new valves? 600 bucks? 700 bucks? Here you go. Still got to cut the seat. Still got to do everything. So maybe he checked everything out. Everything was honky-dory. And the first time I go, what? They just happen to eat shit. It's possible, but is it my fault? No. Uh, never split with a broad exactly. TDC peasant, uh, chat Christmas, bumble swipes. Mm, that's tomorrow? No, no, no. Oh, wait, when's Christmas? Monday? Um, tomorrow? No, no, no. I'm not going to do anything tomorrow. Oh, it's going to be like Oliver Twist at FFRE. More 5.8, sir. Regardless, all springs are replaced. Nice to buy. Happy holidays. Back to work tonight. Keeping the world turning. Keep that oil moving. I like that. He's constantly driving uh, oil trucks all over the place. Probably lapped the valves in and called it a day. I don't know. 
I don't know. I get a Coyote Austin, but things like that can become a problem later. Just be ready for if it never happens. I would never split rent with a woman. Never. Did that. Ended up on the street, son. Did that. No, never again. Because what happens when the split happens? Are you going to kick her out? Are you going to be that asshole? You probably should be that asshole. But I got the fuck out of there. And I'm like, you know what? This is worth it. And then when I got my head out of my ass and, and straight with money, I was like, I would never split it with a girl. Ever, ever, ever. Because, look, a girl needs nothing than a single girlfriend to plant the seed of doubt in their head to ruin your life. Single friends are the most toxic things that you can have around your wife or girlfriend. So check who your wife or girlfriend's hanging out with. And if she's hanging out with single girls, they want to, the single girl that has your wife as a friend wants her to be single too so they can go jump on dicks and mimosa and party and girl time for the rest of their life. Guys, misery loves company. So check who they're chilling with. Channel support. Happy holiday. Gotta help my old man with the lechon. Coño, I missed that. Nestor Berrios, man. Okay. Christmas Eve. This is like Hispanics Christmas. This is when we... This is when we really celebrate Christmas. You got the pork spinning. You got the rocon gandule or frijoles if you're Cuban. You got... Frankie Ruiz playing nonstop. Alexa, play Frankie Ruiz. Here's some music by Frankie Ruiz on Amazon Music. Okay. Alexa, volume up, four levels. Apparently she don't listen. Alexa. Oh. <laughs> Hold on, Okay, this is what it sounds like in every Hispanic's house right now. Estamos haciendo lechón, estamos haciendo los pasteles, estamos haciendo la roca gandule. Right? And this is the music that is going on right now in Hispanic's house all around Christmas. So, I missed that. I missed that so much. But I really hope you guys enjoy your Christmas because this is exactly what I miss about Christmas. Just being around the family and listening to shit like this. And it's a good time. So hopefully you guys enjoy your Christmas Eve, especially Hispanic people. Y'all, rest of y'all, you're good. But, you know, you don't understand what it's like in a Hispanic's house when... Christmas is going. So have a good rest of your, um, Alexa, whatever. Uh, have a good rest of your, um, Sunday. Hopefully you guys have a good Christmas. I'm just going to be chilling with Tony, fucking with cars, probably driving the zero one around. Cause that's all I got going on. Really? Uh, anyway, I'll be back on Tuesday. Sorry, something went Shut wrong. up, bitch. I'll be back on Tuesday and we're going to go ahead and talk some shit on Tuesday, the day after Christmas. So I'll be back on regular.